here we are. Hello, I'm Brian. That's Michael. Michael, hello. Hello. Hello, Brian. How's it going? It is going uh, extraordinarily well. I, I, I love hearing it's, that. I it love is, it. Yeah, me too. It's rainy here today. Uh, I think it's going to be rainy all week, but that doesn't dampen my mood. I'm that excited to <laughs> to, to talk with you uh, and this episode and all of those things. Is it a, um, is it a good rainy? Sorry, I just got to like, is it a good rainy? Is it like that inspiring kind of like creative moody rainy where it's like we're going to get all philosophical and like, should I make tea? I've been listening to The Cure all day, like just that kind of thing. <laughs> just really, I can't wait uh, to just <laughs> to explore um, the depths of our creativity today. Perfect. Perfect. I'm here mm. for it. I'm here for mm. it. I appreciate that. So you should, you should probably introduce yourself like a real podcast so that before we get <laughs> before the listeners are like, what is happening here? Uh, well, my name is Michael Chan. I go by Chantastic a lot of places on the internet. Um, and then any place that I can't get Chantastic, I just refuse to participate because that's the way that I am. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I've done some things. Uh, I don't know if many of them are particularly noteworthy, but if you, uh, you know, if you're a React developer, um, I, for about two and a half years, um, did a podcast called React Podcast. Um, I still hope to get back to it, but I'm kind of taking a, a, a gap year while I figure out some other stuff in my life. Um, and uh, yeah, then recently I've just been um, just having the time of my life hanging out with people in um, a discord that I started around react podcast and just learning so much stuff from awesome people. So that's, uh, I think we just got the, what is it? The, the discord URL. So I'm pretty sure it's at dis what is it? Discord.gg. I think that's what it is. Um, slash lunch dev. I'm going to test I mean, it out you, right you now. You would know more than I would know. <laughs> you know, it's the type of thing that I should have, known coming into this conversation and wow. I, I just admitted it yes that's it discord.gg slash uh lunch dev and really really smart people there we do like little local streams and just learn together um you know i think you know with all the next announcements that happened uh recently <laughs> i'll say recently not knowing exactly when this is going out um we're, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff just discovering you know how they integrated uh server components and like all the cool new stuff so that's kind of what we do, what I'm excited about uh, right now, just working in that community. Okay. So uh, I feel like you've probably answered a lot of questions about, uh, <laughs> let's call it the high, we will call it a hiatus uh, for React Pod. It, for, is it coming back? Do you feel like, I don't really know. I like that, by the way, it was, it just, um, you hit 123 episodes, one, two, three, and then, then called it quits. I thought that was a great number. To just, <laughs> like, Ooh, that's perfect. Good oh, job. is it? I, you know, I didn't put that together until literally right now. Well, that's we do our homework here. We have I like that. I like that. Yeah, no, that was very intentional on my part. Uh, I uh -huh. wanted to get to a nice, uh, you know, a nice clean number and then uh, just pause without saying goodbye. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, I mean, as you know, mm -hmm. podcasting is like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it, 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 it's a really big challenge. And I think that, you know, the the podcast that really like kind of like make it or those that have figured out the sponsorship thing. And mm -hmm. uh, I was working with this really amazing network um, called Spec FM. Um, they had design details on there, does not compute, like a bunch of really tools day, a lot of really cool podcasts. Um, and they like just gave me like full control, but then managed the sponsorship, you know, part of it. And it was awesome. I loved it. Um, but sadly, 
um, they decided to to kind of shudder. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, things were changing, you know, coronavirus really changed the way that people consume podcasts, which kind of introduced a lot more work than we were doing. And it was just kind of like a mess. And it was like, you know what, it's probably time for us to move on to other projects that we wanted to do. And I kind of felt the same. And, uh, you know, because like, I think one of the things that's really challenging about podcasting is like you do this thing and you're talking with all these awesome people uh, with the exception of today. Today, you're stuck with me, um, but you're talking with all these. Like, I thought you were talking that about so you were saying that about me. Like, I was like, <laughs> wow, that's aggressive. We just met, but all right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the, all the other awesome people that you have on this show when I'm 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 not here. So I, oh. I but, you know, we're, we're filling a spot, I guess. Um, the and so I. uh I had this thing that happened where I was just every week I was like learning from people and I had no extra time between like, you know, producing the show and my job to like actually do fun stuff. Like I had all these like, you know, you know, learning resources that I wanted to make or like, you know, I love teaching people or like talks, um, like product ideas randomly. And uh, it was just I like I couldn't do it. And so. I kind of just, you know, decided, you know what, I really want to figure, I really want to get more involved with community. I miss that hallway track in conferences where I'm just hanging out with people, learning what they know. Like, and so that's the spot that like discord filled for me. And it just, uh, you know, after a while, it kind of like became this thing that, you know, I don't know. It's really nice to just be around a lot of people, especially over the last like 18 months when we've been, you know, physically around nobody. Um, and so I don't know, I kind of just gave myself the, the freedom to be like, you know what? I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen, but I'm doing this other thing now. Yeah, no, I'm like, I, I get it. I mean, we just for this and I forget how many episodes, uh, we've done. I think we must be at like 70 or maybe 75, but nice. uh, Um, thank you. But like, it's, there's, there's a whole team and Kate, uh, the producer. And then she, uh, hosts plenty of episodes too. Like she does all the actual work, you know, Mm. like all the stuff you're describing, like she's the one booking guests. And, um, I make the same joke over and over again. Like I'm just, uh, you know, talk, she even, um, you know, will put together notes that I ignore and then get yelled at later for like, why did you, like, I did all this stuff and you just started talking. I go, I know, but there are other hosts, um, (laughs) who, who will follow the script. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it is for sure a full-time job. Yeah. Um, Kate, you're a hero, by the way. I'm just calling that out. (laughs) No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so, okay. I mean, I, I, again, I get it. I think like, um, there's also that, that, that pressure to produce, which like, if you're not, either you're not feeling it or for whatever reason, you know, like sometimes it, it, there is a break. Like it's one, when we had, um, Wes and Scott on, uh, from syntax, it was like one of the first things I asked them was like, how do you, how do you keep cranking these out? You're you yeah. know, like, what do you, um, their answer was, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, well, we just kind of talk. And, yeah. um, frankly, we don't take it all that seriously. <laughs> I mean, the, <laughs> at least the business part, they take the, 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 the quality of the episode seriously, but not, not so much the sponsorships and all that stuff, which I admire. That is one thing I, I do wish 
oftentimes when I was like, you know, producing React podcasts, I did often wish that I had a show in that format where it was just like me and my best friend, like talking about whatever. Uh, like there's a, like, I'm not saying that that's any easier, like from a, like, you know, from, from a structure perspective, you know, there's still a lot of planning that goes in, but I think that the, um, the parts that are difficult are like, they're different parts. Right. And like, for me, it was like, I was always stressing out about like, you know, finding somebody, making sure that like all of the, you know, schedules lined up and that, you know, we would have episodes to like fill all the spots. Whereas if it's just, you know, you and, you know, someone else that you're in business with, it's like, okay, we have a standing meeting at this time and we're going to talk about the next thing on our list. And it's, it's a very different type of show to produce. And I, uh, I don't know, I, I envy that at times. <laughs> yeah. Agree. I mean, we, that's one of the things that, that, um, you know, anytime you have a podcast that's um, mostly guest based, like you have to book those guests and and hope that um, they show up when they say they will and all that stuff. And we've been really <laughs> lucky most of the time that happens. Um, but sure. I mean, there's, there's a whole, I, I also, I don't know um, if there were no guests and we were just talking like it was just me talking into a microphone about, you know, like that would be weird. I don't know. I for sure couldn't do that. That's true. It's definitely, I, I think that that type of show, like the, the different challenge is keeping your audience engaged for a longer period of time. Cause I think one of the things that's really interesting about a guest based show is, is that they, you know, you're constantly pulling people in with like topical interests. Right. And so like, there's always that kind of, you know, you're always doing some level of outreach just by virtue of having someone who knows something like talking with you for, you know, whatever amount of time versus like having to kind of like always be coming up with that. And so you kind of have to really develop a really big core community um, in order to like kind of propagate a show that's just, you know, you know, two or three or four people, you know, talking with the same people every week. Sure. Sure. Which is a great segue that's what you've done with, with with lunch right like that's the there is a community there and it i assume there's more than four people um tell me more about that like what is the what's the purpose how did it start um so yeah so it happened kind of in a in a funny way i have always been you know there were a handful of episodes that i had had um done with chris biscardi and you know who runs party corgi discord and um we'd had a couple conversations about community and like just over and over again, this was coming up. I, you know, there was this chase Jarvis, you know, uh, video clip from one of their podcasts and just talked about how like, you know, no, anything that was meaningful was ever done without first starting, like focusing on community. And it just kind of got like, it, this was just rattling in my head about like, you know, community, 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 because I've always been very like, I'm just going to sit in my room and I'm going to do a thing and then I'll like share it. And Honestly, like it, it scares me the idea of like putting something out into the world and then demanding that other people show up for it, <laughs> right? Like it's a lot easier to just be like, ah, I put this thing out and I don't really care. It's like very safe to, you know, like, you know, whatever I like it, like, you know, whatever. Um, and so that idea of like, I'm going to create a space and it's going to feel empty for a really long time until, you know, people start fleshing it out. Um, was very scary to me. And I probably would have never done it if it weren't for Joe Warren. 
who hit me up after an episode one time and, and was just like, Hey, what's up? Like, where's the, where's the react podcast community? And I was like, it's, you're in it. It's just DMS with me. <laughs> and he's like, well, let, you know, here's the deal. You know, if you, if you start something on discord or whatever, I'll, I'll show up. And, um, Man, he he did, and he brought a lot of really great people from the React Dallas meetup, which is a really great meetup. I definitely, you know, if, um, it's it's online, so check it out online. Uh, React Dallas, uh, really great meetup, really kind folks, and um, I can vouch for them because so many of them kind of like flooded, you know, the React podcast Discord, and we ha- started like with a really good core group of people who, you know, are like kind and curious, and you know fun and it just really kind of got the ball rolling in the the right direction and i think even today it's been really awesome to see those like those characteristics of people continue on you know and uh and you know we just have like really you know we're able to i I guess like a a litmus test is like recently we were able to talk about like web 3 and like nobody you know was yelling at each other telling anyone else that they were stupid and it just felt like Hey, you know what? Like this, we can have constructive conversations about even things that just feel like there's no way you could have a constructive conversation about right now. And, um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just in love with it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, to your, to, to your original question. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, we, we started by just doing what I would call like listen parties where, you know, Thursday, the day that react podcast episodes went live, we would get together in like lunchtime on, you know, in mountain time, because that's where most of the community was the, you know, the React Dallas community. And we would just over lunch, listen to, uh, to the React podcast episode, have a little bit of a chat afterwards. And, you know, it was really great. And that turned into people being like, Hey, I have this thing that I'd like to share. I'm like, I've never done like, you know, presentation or streaming or anything like that, but I'd feel comfortable doing it here. Like how, you know, are you free Tuesday? at lunch. And so it just became this thing where we were just kind of repeatedly like meeting and learning from each other and like hearing these, you know, not fully polished, but like, you know, really interesting ideas. And I just, um, yeah, it's just, it's something that really excited me. The, the, the opportunity to see people in an environment that didn't have to be like polished and perfect or like where they were concerned about, you know, portraying themselves right um, because they you know had the safety of a community that was just going to like you know be excited for them sharing no matter what and um yeah i (laughs) i'm like just blabbering on about this but um that stuff is just really really made 2020 uh like exciting and bearable year for me and or 2021 what are years anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, as long as e- either if you if either one of them or both of them were bearable, then that's a huge a huge accomplishment. I would think <laughs> a huge accomplishment. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we just have like really great people in there. You know, um, was it? Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I am so bad with names that even the people that like I talk to every day, uh, like I can't remember their, their last name names. I always have to like go by their, like their handles or whatever. But, um, yeah, like, Anth- yeah, Anthony AJC web dev on, you know, Twitter and Ben, uh, Ben Myers, Ben D Myers on, on Twitter. Like, um, they've just really like from day one, Michael G, um, 
uh, like from day one just kind of showed up and, you know, we're really like driving stuff. So really great, great folks. So it sounds at least like it started as a, as a, like a local community, despite being in discord. Um, do you think that like, so what I'm kind of wondering is, um, what is it about this discord where that makes people feel comfortable or like you couldn't find in another platform. And I'm not asking you like a sales question. I just mean like, is there something that you can think of that um, like, is it inherent or just kind of made people feel comfortable other than like, maybe there weren't jerks there. Oh Um, man. But yeah, that is a, that is a really tough question because I, I can only answer that for myself, I think, Mm. which is, you know, to be really honest, like I'm kind of, um, I tend to be like fairly like, I don't know what the word is, but like asocial, like I'm not antisocial, but like asocial, like kind of like, ah, like, you know, I got my, I got my computer, I got the web, I got my, you know, family, like what else do I need? And so the idea of community just kind of felt like work to me. And so for me, I had a really hard time diving into communities that already existed. And I, like, I don't think that that's a good thing. Like, (laughs) like, um, for a lot of reasons, right? Like, you know, you know, maintaining, maintaining kind of like the base culture of a community is way more work than just engaging in a community that already exists. And so, you know, in some ways I'm like kind of kicking myself, myself when I'm like, oh, do we have something to like, you know, you know, four people this week. And that is difficult, <laughs> but, and so like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like there are probably many communities out there, you know, like party Corgi is like awesome. And there's like really incredible people in there. Um, you know, front end horse, um, also amazing, uh, you know, discord community. Um, I'm trying to think of like other ones. There's, there's so many of them. And I think that they're all like slightly different. And I know that a lot of people that are hang out in ours, hang out in bunches of them. And, I don't know. I think that there are, I guess to answer your question is I don't think that, well, I think the people in this group are special. I think that there are equally special communities out there who are focusing like on kindness, curiosity, and um, just trying to be like good to each other and like foster like positive environments instead of kind of this, you know, tech Twitter flame war experience that we're you know, regularly experiencing. <laughs> yeah. Twitter's not a great place. Uh, <laughs> at least tech Twitter's not. Well, no, I, I, I'll stick with that. Twitter's not a great place, especially <laughs> if you're looking for just overall positivity. Although yeah. honestly, you know, I mean, I haven't personally, I don't, I don't wade in. Uh, the only time I ever really get yelled at uh, from the internet, which I'm not, if you're listening to this, I'm not inviting it. So, um, so, you know, Try not to do that. Uh, but I find that the programming subreddit is probably the harshest for just general. Like if our content makes it on our programming, like I just know, I know I'm going to get it. it unless it's perfect, which I, I, I don't really feel terrible about. You know what I mean? Like if there's, if, but you know, the one thing that um, after giving it some thought, you know, uh, between like, I think there are some parallels between, the different um, or the number of communities out there, or even, you know, let's just say um, communities that are in discord. Um, 
that leaves out. I actually don't know. Is there a, a Discord aspect for Dev Two? Oh, that's a good question. Know, am I, I supposed know. to say Dev Dot Two or Dev Two? Is there? <laughs> could someone help me out with that? I don't know yet. I've heard it both ways. I also want to know because I always say Dev Two. Yeah, that's what makes sense to me. But I've heard both. If if you represent Dev Two or Dev Dot Two, please tweet at one of us. Um, <laughs> Anyways, like what I'm saying though is you've got all these these communities, and also you have um, all of these uh, instructors and teachers. And yeah. one of the first things that that I asked um, Jessica Chan when she was on um, a while ago, well, she's been on twice, but like a while ago, was like, "What do you think about all of these different, you know, like is there room for all of these kind of instructors and?" So it's like, well, not every instructor is for every person. So like there's enough, yeah. you know, and I think that's probably true for communities as well. Like they're each community, you know, you can kind of find your own, your own little niche. Am I making sense? Yeah, <laughs> no, I think that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that, you know, as a uh, like participant or like kind of more on that consumer side of community, like having more of them is great because you can kind of, you know, pick and choose like, you know, as it makes sense for you. And I think that so much of, so much of content is going into like variety education or like, you know, variety content, right. You know, so, you know, you, you have a show and it's less about like, you know, you know, uh, like a topic. I mean, I experienced this with react podcast, right. It was like, I, I, I produced about like six episodes of, of react podcast where we talked about react until I was like, this is boring for me <laughs> and it turned into more like just kind of like a holistic like type of like you know front end thing and i feel like you know you know that variety is really important if you can kind of let go of the fact that like there, someone's going to listen to like every episode of your show um i think that more shows are going that direction of like you know what how can we how can we learn from the experts in our field and like we don't have to get it like perfect. And I think that is the differentiator for communities that are going to like move forward, like in the next like five years. And those that are going to like fizzle out is that I think that there is a, a huge motion toward like community styles of like working and, and learning together. And I think that's just going to like, just going to like carry on. Like, you know, the, the way that we program, like, you know, so many of the conversations that we have, you know, in the, you know, lunch dev discord is like people are, people are doing their job like on the fly and they're like asking their trusted friends, like, like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, I, you know, I'm in a discord with, you know, so-and-so who, you know, does, you know, you know, Redux, like, you know, Matt Sikowski is someone that I always just hit up, you know, part of the, you know, Redux, uh, core team. And just so many people are like, Hey Matt, I have a like Redux question. And that part of thing like that community working together is going to just, I mean, it's just, I, I feel like it's just going to like take off, you know, like, so, so like, I don't even know what I'm saying. Collaborative work, I think in so many ways, like that, that whole space is just going to like, you know, totally change. And I'm, I'm really excited to be part of that and seeing people be open about the things that they don't know. Cause that's the thing, that's the yeah. thing that I want is like, I want people to be like, Hey, 
I know that I should know this as like a 15 year engineer, but I don't like, can someone explain it to me? Like I'm five and then have, you know, other people who are, you know, like just starting see like, Oh, that is someone that I would expect to know everything. And they're being like humble and honest about not knowing this thing. And that makes me feel like, Oh, I like, I've only known it for six months, but I know more than they do on this thing. And like that, that sharing of knowledge from like any place in your career is just really the most beautiful thing. But like everyone has to get over, like whether it's your imposter syndrome or like the fact that you feel like you earned it and like, you know, get to tell everyone what to do all the time, like whatever it is, like kind of putting that aside for a minute and just being open to learning from each other is like, I like, I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) There is something very, um, very freeing about getting to the point either, you know, personally or in your career where, um, it's just, it's so much more. And this is just, this is my own soapbox, but like, it's so much more work, um, to, to, uh, keep up appearances and pretend that, that you're an expert and, or, or that, or rather that you, you could still be an expert and not know everything. Right. Um, but like, you know, create this image where it would be deeply disappointing, or at least you believe it would be deeply disappointing to admit that you are not omnipotent. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's very liberating to be like, I don't know how to do this. Like it's, it feels like, um, and then also uh, once you say that other people are like, yeah, I don't really know how to do that either. Or I do, but I don't know how to do this. And I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's one of the things that I've always um, I've actually always really liked about um, creating content for for web devs or just, you know, kind of technical people in general is that um, if we publish a blog post that's imperfect, you know, like the author makes a mistake or um, then we more often than not, we get a comment that's just like, hey, you know, there's a typo here or like, I think you just missed this. Um, nobody's in the comments most of the time being like, man, you know, you're an idiot. It's like, well, well, you're the one reading, you're the one reading the tutorial. I don't know how to do it. Like, (laughs) so, (laughs) so yeah, it happens. (laughs) There are some things like that. Oh yeah. That, that reminds me of something, um, you know, Dan Abramov said, and I think it was, you know, people talking about, uh, I don't know there was a conversation I think happening about accents in tech and, you know, it happens a lot, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, Western developers expect everything to be, you know, delivered in a perfect, you know, Western accent, uh, you know, or like American accent. And, um, you know, he said something interesting, which is like, you know, like when I speak in English, like I'm doing it for you. (laughs) Right. Like, and that is a, like, that's a really profound kind of concept, right? Like, you know, he's already going above and beyond to try to make that content accessible for like for us. And like the fact that like, we just like sit around and just like nitpick about all of these like, like minor little things is just really, um, that's not our best, right? We're not at our best when we're doing that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I joke sometimes that like, I gave this talk about like three years ago uh, called uh, hot garbage. Clean coat is dead. And it was kind of like a, you know, I don't know, you have to watch the talk in order for it to all make sense. But like, it was really about me coming to grips with the fact that like, after, I don't know, like 13 or so years in this industry, I was now the person 
who was kind of like a jerk because like I thought I knew stuff and I needed to get over that. Like, and so now I just kind of, you know, joke that like my job is just to like fall on my face in public <laughs> and like let people teach me stuff. And I I love doing that. And I don't know, I feel like the, the, the better we all get at that and like the, the more we can just be secure with knowing that like it, it takes all of us to do good work. Um, oh, we're, we're just all better off for it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like now's the time to, it's got really wholesome. It got really wholesome <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> um, let's go the other way for a second. And yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just burn some stuff. Um, I actually don't know how you feel about this because I don't know how I feel about it either. <laughs> Do you think that uh, there is a place for, uh, we'll call them corporate communities. Like, interesting. Like, what if, and I really haven't thought about this at all, but like, what if, say, Log Rocket were to start a Discord and, and, and attempt a, a community? Like, yeah. is that something that, that could happen or should happen? Or I don't really know where it would fit in the ecosystem at all. Um, yeah, it's it, it is interesting. Like, I, th- I think that there is a lot of um, there are a lot of people doing that, you know, like, uh, we, you know, we just saw, you know, next has a discord, um, you know, I work at uh, storybook or uh, chromatic who maintains and, and um, leads storybook, um, you know, and we have a storybook uh, discord for for that, um, you know, Superbase has a, you know, pretty thriving discord, um, you know, there's tons of tons of discords for like, you know, products specifically. And I think there's a lot of space for that, for sure. I think like kind of how you build the community, like, like, do you see that as just like an outlet or do you see it as like in like an ingress point for like, you know, bringing people in and like supporting that community? That's the part that's kind of like really questionable. Oh, for sure. And I think <laughs> that like, in, you know, in some of those cases, like, um, I mean, if the, if the, if the product is open source, um, then you've already kind of, you've got goodwill on your side to begin with. Right. Yep. Um, but you know, if you're like a straight up for profit enterprise, um, yeah, I mean, of course people are going to be suspicious. Like if I join this is like a salesperson going to call me at some point, <laughs> um, you know, and I, I don't blame yeah. them for thinking that. Um, I mean, I do think, and, and I talk about this occasionally that, um, I do think it's funny. Like when, um, let's say one of our posts or someone uh, gets to the front page of Hacker News and someone will be like, you know, Log Rocket is blatantly engaging in content marketing. And it's like, uh-huh, yeah, that's true. That's what we're doing. Um, you know, we do have to, like, we're we're giving you free stuff. Hopefully you like it and that the, the quality is good. But yeah, I mean, the, the idea here is for you to, to like us. And then at the very least, uh, at some point when the time, when the time comes, you can look at um, the product and see if it works for you or not. Uh, I don't know that a com like a community has to be is well now I'm just drifting into like just straight up marketing talk, but it has to be way further up. Like there should be community managers who actively fight against that and say, you know, um, we could run, you know, like, uh, hackathons or like challenges. Um, and that might be one way to build goodwill, but like at no time should you be like, and Hey, we launched a new feature that you definitely don't care about right now because that's not on the top of your mind. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's tricky because I feel like communities kind of take on a life of their own. And you yep. kind of like if you start it, you kind of have to be along for the ride. Like because that's like people I don't know if I can say this, but people call bullshit fast in communities. And so they either leave or they call you out and, you know, everybody leaves as a group. <laughs> and so you kind of have to. Yeah, I don't know. Like you kind of have to start that vision, but like you know, you never know where it's going to go. And I think that's probably like the cool, like the coolest part of it is like just seeing like people come in and kind of like take, take ownership of it. And, uh, you know, like I have to call out, um, Adrian Mallet, who is part of, uh, uh, one of the moderators in the lunch of discord. And, um, she is just always just going above and beyond to make sure that we understand the importance of of doing things in an, in an accessible way. So like, you know, alt text for images and like all that kind of stuff. And that has been a huge learning opportunity for me to do that. And like, yes, do I see it as like a real big pain in the butt to like, you know, add all of that, like alt text and like a big wall of alt text for like, you know, in an image or whatever. Like, yeah, every time I'm like, oh man. But then I always think like, you know, what would Adrian think if I didn't do this? And that like that, that community pressure to like do better and do the right thing is like, is is challenging and rewarding and i feel like if you're up for the the journey of learning from your community then it's i mean there's nothing better right like if you can if you can as a company be like we're gonna learn um then i think that yeah like do it but if you're like we're going to enforce the way that we think about the world like on a community like it's never gonna happen people are just gonna like call it out like right away and then you just kind of have a a glorified you know, blog, right? Like you can just post stuff to a blog and it's a lot less work than having to, you know, maintain a community to just post stuff no. somewhere else. What's a, the blogs are so dumb and what are the, I think <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Like I, I do, and I still don't have an answer on whether or not people um, would accept uh, a, a community. I mean, you have to earn it, right? Like you have to earn some trust and that's true. Um, and so once you've done that, then you actually have to foster regular community stuff. And at no time can you treat it, um, like a source for leads, you know, like, which is, uh, yeah, that- you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that would be a horrible idea and you'd never come back from it either. Like nobody would ever trust you and maybe rightfully so. Like, it's like, I don't, I'm good. Yeah. You um, have to be really careful on that front. I I've been really reticent to, uh, like I know a number of communities will kind of like subscribe you to a newsletter. Like I think with the best intentions, like, you know, yeah. as you sign up for the, the, the discord. Um, but it's like, it's tricky. Like it's a balance, right? Because, you know, you, you don't want to feel like a product, like you want to feel like community. And, you know, there's a lot of, it, it's definitely, I, I don't know. I would never profess to say that I know much about it at all, except for what I'm learning <laughs> from the people around me. I, uh, no, I don't know that, like I said, I don't know the answer either. I, I, what I do know is like, okay, so there are, um, a bunch of open source tools and, um, they have discords and those are communities and eventually in many cases, like those, especially the ones that have taken funding, like they're going to monetize at some point. So then what happens? Um, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not passing judgment. I don't think that I'm in a position where I can do that. Right. Like that's my, 
I work at a company that looks to make money. So that's, you know what I mean? Like it's, um, but I do think that even for, you know, people who don't work, uh, at a company and moderate a community, well, you know what I'm saying? The company is not sponsoring the community. Mm -hmm. Um, they still feel weird about, uh, sponsorships kind of like in the same way that like YouTube creators are like, I don't know if I definitely want to (laughs) take ads. Yeah. Yeah, because it's tricky. You you really have to present like what the value is to like to the community, right? Like you need to provide enough value to the community to justify the take that you're making. And yeah. that's that's always kind of like a weird thing. And you know, you see it like you know you you, you see it on on the, the interesting thing to me though is is that like a lot of people like are very eager to like support that value, right? Like you see, you know, a lot of people, like I, I've been blown away. Like I, I didn't really understand Twitch until this year. I still don't understand it, but the <laughs> Twitch is really fascinating because money flies around that platform. Like it is bewildering to me. Like if you, if you told me there's a place where people just like get on and they talk about stuff and then people throw money at them, I'd be like, yeah, there's th- th- that place doesn't exist. Yeah, it like it absolutely does on Twitch, and people are making like tons of money, and people are absolutely like, like, like take my money like about it, and like that blows me away, blows me away, and I, I feel like they're like so, they're doing something right to like, you know, that's the thing that's like really fascinating to me is like content creators like they right now are figuring out ways to like have people just be really excited about what's happening, like community, like, you know, having someone listen to them, like from the other side of, you know, the world. And, you know, that it's something we're all hungry for. And I don't know, we're just at the, we're just at the beginning of it, you know, with more and more, you know, jobs going remote and people being, you know, further displaced from, you know, people who, you know, understand them, share their interests, share their like, you know, you know, work experience. Um, and, yeah, I, I, we, we're, we're creating all of these new, you know, digital neighborhoods and it's really fun to see in real time. Did you make that up? Digital neighborhoods? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'd say it from time to time. I'm sure that someone else incepted that into my head. <laughs> well, I like it. So I'm, I'm, we'll just for this, for our purposes, we'll say that you made it up. I made it up for this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so my last question for you is um, something that I've asked other folks and something I've, I've thought about a lot um, is the kind of, okay, the complexity of, of the front-end landscape, um, but then also kind of the big or the popular frameworks, right? And so now there used to be the big three, right? And now it's the big yeah. four. We include Svelte. Yep. When does it end? When does, when is, is it the big five? Is it the big six? It has become a, the accounting firms, which is the big four, right? Big four, yeah. Um, big four, yeah. Oh, you know, that is so, that is an exciting thing that I, and like, I'm excited that we're going to be here for it in real time to see how that plays out. Mm. Um, I... It's really tricky. I think that I have had really mixed feelings about this, like specifically in the last year, as I've seen Svelte do a lot of things that I kind of 
was happy that React didn't do. And so there's like I like I feel very like fractured in my brain because it's like, oh, I love the fact that React is, you know, like as they famously say, like it's just JavaScript, right? Like I have learned more about JavaScript as a React developer than I have at any other point, like in my my learning of of JavaScript. That was a really awkward way to say that, but I, I think that it makes sense. Um and so with something like Svelte, like that kind of goes away a little bit, right? Like it's very much less true in Svelte that like learning Svelte would make you a better JavaScript developer because like it makes you a better Svelte developer. And yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to write, you know, better JavaScript and better TypeScript inside of a Svelte app, but it's not, it doesn't demand it in the same way that React does. And so... I don't know. There's something very interesting happening there and I'm super excited about it. You know, I think that, you know, those of us that have been programming for the last, you know, I don't know, like what, 12, 15 years, like kind of believe that adage of like, you know, always been on JavaScript, but like, maybe not, maybe not anymore. Maybe it's like not true in the future is that everything is just like compiled to JavaScript. (laughs) Mm. How would you know? know. (laughs) Like, how would you know? Like when... And I don't, I don't expect you to have an actual answer for this, but like, how do you know when you, when it gets to the point where like, it's maybe not, maybe everything's compiled. Is it just when adoption goes through the roof and that's just kind of becomes the de facto standard? Yeah, I don't know, but it's like, like it's, it, there's an interest, there's some interesting things happening though, right? Like, yeah. you know, like so much, like how, why is there so much attention on rust in the front end space, right? Like so many things are getting rebuilt in rust, right? And then, yeah. you know, we have like TypeScript is just, like dominating right now. Like it's just absolutely amazing the ascent of TypeScript. And then mm-hmm. also we have, you know, there's so much interest in Svelte, which is its own freaking thing, right? Like it, yeah, it supports TypeScript, but it's like, it's a different thing entirely, right? Like you're writing Svelte. Yeah. And so like what's happening, right? Like all uh-huh. the, you know, for all of our talk about, <laughs> for all of our talk about like always bet on JavaScript, there's a lot of people not betting on JavaScript right now in the front end space. And mm-hmm. that's, fascinating to me (laughs) i personally uh you know like i so we noticed that and i started or we started creating um you know rust tutorials because i think that um there was a you know a dearth of of resources outside of the official kind of like book on how 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 i want to learn rust i don't really know where to go um and then I would see our posts make it to the Rust sub- subreddit and they were, you know, they, they did well, like fortunately, and I've said this a billion times, but like, you know, Rust uh, community is very passionate. And like, if you make a little mistake, you're for sure going to hear about it. And that's totally <laughs> cool with me. Um, but uh, I did notice a bunch of times, like a lot of comments, like, you know, LogRocket is doing this. And they have nothing to do with Rust. Um, so why are they doing that? And then it was like, well, it's because, because there's this huge interest in it from the front end and that's what they're doing. But it was kind of, it's interesting to see them figure it out. Be like, where are all, why are all of these front end folks just kind of turning up? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, they were, they're smart people. They figured it out really quickly. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it's just. Um, it's very something, interesting. Something's happening, and it's it, yeah, it's and I don't even I have no idea where to begin, like you know, understanding where. But yeah, it's like where it's going. But I like it's something that I'm very excited about because I think that I think that there are a lot of gains to be had there 
and we're not quite sh- I feel like some people see it, not everybody does, but it does feel like in some ways like the future is not going to be writing JavaScript, which is weird for me because like I like I always prefer to bet on standards, right? Like I had like a brief stint like, you know, 6 years ago now where I was like I was like, "Oh yeah, CSS and JS is like awesome." And then I was like, "Oh no, actually like <laughs> as soon as like as soon as I had to like style like parts of our applications that existed in like, you know, two types of frameworks. I was like, oh no, like this, this absolutely does not work like across, across those framework boundaries. Um, I was like standards, but like, I don't know. It is JavaScript. Like I I just never thought that anything would come for it, but, but Rust and TypeScript are definitely on its heels. (laughs) If you have thoughts about, uh, about what Michael just said, you should go to the lunch discord and tell him why he's wrong. Uh, but kindly and curiously. Yes. Kindly and curiously and why you believe and be open to feedback on why you may yourself might be mistaken. Um, or, you know, leave a comment and uh, when this is on YouTube and you'll hurt. Actually, we get really nice comments. So whatever. Good. Um, good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. I don't know. People are nice for the most part. Yeah. Uh, at least. No, I'm sticking with that. People, are, this has been a very positive episode. I'm sticking with people <laughs> who are nice for the most part. Um, you know, if you treat them with respect and give them attention, I feel like you know everyone has has kindness in them. That's really good advice. That's a great place to stop. I think <laughs> um, this is usually the portion of the 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 podcast where I ask, "Would you like to to plug anything? Is there anything you people people you think deserve uh, more attention?" Now is your time. Yeah. So I mentioned a handful of people, um, people in the discord. I think that, you know, if you were to, you know, if you felt so inclined to join our discord, you would see these people, you know, right away, you know, the constantly, you know, producing a lot of really good stuff. Um, you know, as I'd mentioned, um, uh, Anthony's doing FS jam, uh, podcast, which has a lot of really great episodes. Um, and then, uh, Ben Myers is doing the, the, some antics dev, um, uh, Twitch stream and um, blogs at Ben D Myers, a lot of really killer accessibility stuff. Um, just, yeah, I think those are, you know, two people who are like, you know, I don't know. I, I just want to like, you know, pitch them anytime, anytime I can. And I'm sure that I'm, you know, forgetting people. And, you know, for, for, for that, I am, um, I, I am sorry. Um, oh, uh, Lindsay Wardell is doing views on view. Uh, really great stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, if you want to meet all these people, um, yeah, again, it's uh, discord.gg slash lunch dev. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, just come hang out with us, teach us what, you know, learn from some really awesome people. Um, that's, I mean, that's really all I have to pitch is just some, the great people that I'm surrounded by. <laughs> we'll put all of the, uh, all the, their links in the description for this so that, uh, you know, like if there's Twitter or or we'll just put the the lunch uh, link and just walk in and be like, I'm interested in meeting everybody. Uh, those can be your options too. Um, great. Listen, awesome. was, I, I enjoyed this a lot. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure and I'm a big fan of what y'all are doing. So, you know, keep doing it. If you, if you're so inclined, you know, make that community. I think a lot of people would show up and you'll learn, learn a ton. Okay, but if they if I get yelled at for being a corporate community, I'd be like, listen, we were told by <laughs> people with more credibility than us that it would be cool. So. <laughs>
right. A pleasure, Michael. We'll talk later. Yeah. Next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pod Rocket. Find us at Pod Rocket Pod on Twitter, or you could always email me, even though that's not a popular option. It's Brian at Log Rocket.